1: they hey. hey. want know. Hey.
0: Come on. Hey. Welcome to Who Weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with my voice today, uh, Lindsay Weber?
1: That low voice has to go.
0: You don't want me to talk about how it's the first day of November with this voice.
1: I actually like hate that voice so much.
0: Rabbit, rabbit, Lindsay.
1: It's so gross. It's I. Uh, uh, I can't help
0: it. This is what my voice is doing today. Oh my god. That's
1: what happens when we take an episode off. We end up coming back just a fucking mess.
0: Just a mess.
1: Just a full ass mess.
0: Just. A mess. <laughs> Today's episode of a weekly is a mess. So Ew. it's November 1st, which grosses me out almost more than this particular rabbit voice that rabbit. I'm doing. <laughs> rabbit, rabbit, bitch. That means that because it's rabbit, rabbit, November 1st, <laughs> yesterday was uh. Halloween and a lot of the celebrities dressed up because they laid low last year.
1: Halloween was really hype this year. People were really excited.
0: There were a lot of Chuckies in my neighborhood. A lot of Chuckies. They were
1: a lot. Well, were you the person, were you the one who said, like, you heard somebody walk by and been like, too many Ted Lassos on the streets tonight. Like, (laughs) everybody was fucking Ted Lasso. A
0: very, when we were in San Francisco at the San Francisco show, it was on Friday night. So people were going out and we were not dressed up. And after the show, I heard a very drunk person pass me and go, too many Ted Lassos. (laughs)
1: A lot of Chucky's, a lot of Squid Game, a lot of Ted Lasso, a lot of Pennywise. That's what I kind of thought was like the spread, really.
0: Mm -hmm. The celebs had to be more unique. The celebs had to um, go off the beaten path. Yeah, they can't
1: be Squid Game. Yeah, it's like you can't. A lot of celebs
0: were Squid Game, though.
1: I know. But I'm just saying, if you've access to your own like makeup artists, like go crazy. Like, why would you be Squid Game, you know?
0: Well, we were talking about this yesterday, but. There's a difference between like, okay, cool, look at the who's doing these funny costumes. Like BB Rexa did Anna Nicole Smith and uh, Jay we'll Howard get Marshall there, we'll get there. hired an old man to do it. But then it's like the Who-y celebrities are more fun because the Vemius celebrity costumes, you get the feeling that they never leave their dressing rooms. They just get the styling done. It's they get fancy photo. photos taken against their white wall and they never leave their house. And if there's something sort of bleak about this, like literally doing it for the gram.
1: Okay, but back to Baby Rexa for one second. <laughs> Baby Rexa went as Ann Nicole Smith on her wedding day when she married the 89 year old oil tycoon, J. Howard. J. Howard Marshall II. Mm-hmm. In the photos that she posted of this, where she put them side by side with the original to like show how good they were, she like literally hired some old guy. Like I am in disbelief. Where did she find him? Central casting? Who did this? this- where did he come from? Is he okay? What's his
0: name? Well, he's certainly not okay. Showing her commitment to the costume, Bibi even welcomed in an old man to play the part of Anna's elderly welcomed billionaire in. partner.
1: Welcomed in. Did the man have to come with her to the parties? Like, did she go, like, was this just for the photo? Did she travel in this? Did he come along? I just want to know everything. Give me the BTS of this entire look. I, it just, it's amazing.
0: I swear I saw a story that said that she literally hired him, like paid this man to do it. But I can't find that again. So
1: she definitely paid this man to do it. It's not like her grandfather.
0: She paid him a day rate, and her costume is incredible. Do you
1: think this guy's in the union? Like... Oh,
0: BB's no scat. BB hires union workers only. Okay. This guy's in okay, SAG okay. for sure.
1: Okay. I just want to make sure that he's in SAG. All right. Who else, who else caught your fancy? I mean, we're talking who's though. There's some thems in here that I don't.
0: There's some thems in here. We don't like, we can skip Rihanna. We can talk about, however, I love this. Chloe Bailey dressed up as um, a character from Shark Tale, which is funny because I've never seen Shark Tale.
1: It's it's younger than us, unfortunately, by not much, but eno- just enough where it would escape our eyes. And also, as our dear friend Stephen put it, any if you don't have children, any animated movie that isn't Pixar, you're just not going to have an awareness of, you know?
0: <laughs> I hate to tell you, but Boss Baby is not Pixar, and you have a, an acute awareness. Okay, but <laughs>
1: Boss Baby doesn't count because that's a stoner film, not an animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I thought that this character that she was dressed up at, she had to do a side-by-side, which I find hilarious.
1: Well, because no one knew. Right. If
0: you have to do a side-by-side in your costume reveal, it means you know the costume is not for a wide audience, you know?
1: Or you're just like, I guess it could be just also you're just so proud of like the accuracy detail on it, maybe. But I do agree that this is this is niche.
0: But Chloe's costume was... Of her as the Angelina Jolie fish in Shark Tale. Angelina Jolie played a fish named Lola. I haven't seen Shark Tale. The only famous woman in Shark Tale who I remembered was Christina Aguilera. Iconically sang in Shark Tale. That's all I know about Shark Tale. After I saw this costume, I was like, well, who did Christina Aguilera play? And I found a photo of her in Shark Tale. She played a singing jellyfish. And in IMDb, it cracks me up. She's listed as herself.
1: (laughs) But she's a jellyfish.
0: She's a jellyfish. (laughs) Her credit is self,
1: but then they animated her as this like jellyfish in the movie. You don't get she to be sang. Self. The, everyone knows that she sang cover of Car Wash. That's the only reference I have to Shark Tale. Is Christina Aguilera sang Car Wash? Everyone knows that. <laughs> Chloe Bailey went as Angelina Jolie fish, which sounds like a way you would describe the way that somebody looks. You'd be like, "Oh, giving Angelina Jolie fish." I see. Moving on.
0: Moving on to Adele's Gabrielle Union's daughter, which is a good Adele uh, costume.
1: Yeah, but I'm sorry, not to be rude, but no, she's look, she's how old? She's five, four?
0: She looks four or five. Yeah.
1: Why are we dressing our four year old as as Adele? What kind of reference is that? That's so weird. Let them be like a garbage truck let this girl be a fairy Adele you're making her be Adele
0: let this girl be a shark tail costume
1: yeah like why can't she be like a ladybug like what happened don't make her be Adele this is how I feel when I saw like like, Wow dressed her entire family like Schitt's Creek, and even her, like, four-year-old had to be, like, the daughter. It's like, let her be literally a spider. Like, what are like, you I doing? wanted to
0: be Chip from Paw Patrol. Please, I wanted to be Chip yeah. from Paw she's Patrol. Yeah, she's like, I
1: would like to be a witch, or I would like to be a rock, or I would like to be a tree.
0: No, I'm sorry, little one. You're going to be Dan Levy. <laughs> Mommy yeah, says you're like, going to be Dan Levy.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's like, hi, I really would love to be a dog or a cat. And he, she's like, no, you're going to be wearing this, like, ugly sweater, you know, and these weird glasses.
0: Gabrielle Union's daughter is like, mommy, go easy on me. And she's like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Please. Uh... Brad Goreski's Adele, though, is age appropriate and honestly pretty funny. I'm worried by how delighted I am by Brad Goreski's Instagram presence lately. I find him funny. Is that a problem? I
1: know. I mean, it is a problem. You have to you have to look deep within yourself and re- reassess. Maybe he's funny now. Brad. He, he's called himself Braddell. That's pretty funny. <laughs>
0: Well, he made a fake British Vogue cover for his Instagram. And Bradel. as you noted this morning, not to talk about thems, but Ariana Grande was what? The creature from the Black Black Lagoon? And yeah. she had to do... She like photoshopped herself into a poster in costume and it was too photoshopped. This is works because this costume works as the photoshopped cover and as a standalone costume like i don't need to see the vogue type over brad Koreski's wig to know that it's because
1: as i've said before to you adele is it looks like a drag queen Mm -hmm. aka wears enough makeup to be like wow this is like a drag queen's fantasy in terms of doing an impression because you can just really do the makeup and it will be very recognizable because adele is covered in really heavy and pronounced makeup so brad is it's very easy for anyone to do the adele makeup intensely and so he looks just like her Mm -hmm. Bradell.
0: speaking of gay people who are making me laugh uh, and therefore making me uncomfortable adam ripon was Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend who got the cousin's vaccine friend. and giant testicles. <laughs>
1: Love that, actually. Like,
0: he's wearing a "Beam Me Up Scotty shirt. He has, like, huge balloon he's balls. He's right in front of the
1: Nikki flag. He's the got Nicki his flag. little bandage with his vaccination. His little balls are hanging out of his shorts. Like, well, his, no, they're not, big balls. Not actual balls. I mean, right, his fake big balls.
0: He made a fake vaccine card that's, like... Is the joke that he hand drew it, or was this a rush job?
1: No, I think he just hand drew it. What? He's gonna get a real vaccination card? What are you acting like? I love that you're like. It's a rush job. It's like wasn't gonna go it. get a real card.
0: I would Photoshop it. I would like, Photoshop well, it and print it out.
1: Not everyone has your skills. Also, that's kind of illegal.
0: I'd make it extra big, you know, so it was so it was obviously a joke.
1: Like the like the Kinko's copy of the text messages in the Potomac reunion.
0: <laughs> not to dwell on Potomac. Wendy pulled out text message receipts on the Potomac reunion, and they were on poster board. She printed <laughs> them on out on poster core. board.
1: I am so proud of her. She went exhibit to A. I'm, exhibit Slay. That's what I say. <laughs> Legally blonde, who? It's incredible what she has done. <laughs> exhibit A.
0: Wendy has a million degrees, and one of them is clearly in graphic design. <laughs> she is great. She is amazing. Love Island's Faye Winter and Teddy Sores look unrecognizable in bright blue body paint as they transform into very sexy avatars for Halloween.
1: I do not agree that they are too sexy avatars. Here's
0: the thing about avatars. This is redundant. Avatars are by nature very sexy.
1: That's true. Avatars do have a very strong sexuality. That's true. But I still do feel weird seeing a sexy avatar costume.
0: Speaking of nostalgia, I love this costume yeah iman and tiana were wayne's world wayne and garth
1: very cute low maintenance cute
0: low maintenance and so cute and easy it's like it's i saw this yesterday i saw a wayne i didn't see a garth but i saw a wayne yesterday on my street and it was just like someone in jeans and a black t-shirt and the wayne's world hat like once you have the wayne's world cap you're good to go
1: you do need you do need the old jeans and you do need the wig
0: fortunately old jeans are back
1: yeah, it's, true. it's easy to
0: find. They're already stylish.
1: Okay, I love this next one. Paris Jackson dressed as Vincent Van Gogh. I've never seen anyone dress as Vincent Van Gogh. Like,
0: Well, this is very clearly Paris Jackson looked through her closet, found a few things, and was like, what can I make out of this?
1: Okay, but come on. The, re- the yellow hat? She just had a yellow hat?
0: The yellow hat looks like style. Like, this is... Shout out to Lala. This looks like because Lala could go into her closet and make any sort of costume with stuff she already has. And I feel like that's what I see in Paris's costume.
1: I mean, this is stuff I don't she already know. has, and then she She's painted got her the, face. She drew on the red beard, she drew on the freckles, kind of. She went as Vincent Van Gogh. I just, I love this look. It's I've never seen a Vincent Van Gogh before. It's great.
0: Can you agree that Janelle Monet is in a great Grinch costume? Too many prosthetics, <sighs> though. It's almost unfair. I'm little, it's I'm like kind Heidi of over Klum. it.
1: Well, that's how I feel. If you have access to your makeup artist and prosthetics, then I'm like, okay, it's just unfair. We're on different we're on different levels here. The opposite, the opposite of Janelle Monet's <laughs> Grinch costume would be uh Nina Dobrev, Sean White, and Adam Devine doing the Queen's Gamut, aka wearing a shirt that is just a a rook, like a chess piece on your shirt.
0: Well, Sean White actually went in like Anya Taylor Joy Drag, which is cute. That's kind of funny.
1: Well, Nina went in the Went in the other drag, the kid, that little kid from For, not Love Freddie Heimer, the
0: other one, what's his name? The other Fred, the the other Love Actually.
1: Yeah, from Love Actually.
0: Thomas Brody Sangster. Thomas Brody Sangster.
1: Anyways, they like held a box of chess. If you have to hold a box of chess pieces, I, I we don't I you know, it should, It's not good enough. It's not good enough. People should know. Also, Queen's Gambit's played out. Next, Portia went as Rock Paper Scissors. Classic, classic reference. Everybody loves Rock Paper Scissors. <laughs> Portia was rock. I do love that Portia was like, I'll be Rock. Like, well, I have a-
0: <laughs> Because then she could show off her cleavage.
1: Her tits.
0: The other ones are more modest, and Rock That's is like, no, 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 no.
1: Paper's covered up her whole body because it's a piece of paper. Scissors is a little bit more risque, but wraps around. Portia says, give me Rock. I'm going to show off my boobs tonight.
0: Exactly, exactly. She looks great. She looks great. This, is, this is, I think, one of the greatest celebrity costumes of the year.
1: Absolutely the best celebrity couple's costume would be Niecy Nash, and, and Jessica Betts. Wife? wife? Wife. Yes, wife. Her wife as Kelly and Nellie, a.k.a. from uh, the video. From from Dilemma. Kelly and Nellie from the video Dilemma, where, you know, Nellie with the, with the classic Band-Aid, headband, yellow. Kelly's got the little, like, crop top thing. She's got the short hair. The perfect crop haircut. top.
0: The perfect little red wig. It's perfect.
1: You know when you see it. The only thing they're missing is the spreadsheet on the phone. Um, this was cute, too. Joe Jonas being an absolute troll. Joe Jonas and uh, Sophie Turner, his wife, and some other girl I don't know, went as the two Hillary Duff's and Paolo.
0: Mm-hmm. From from the
1: movie. Lizzie McGuire goes to Italy? No. What's it called? The um, Lizzie McGuire movie. Right. Where she goes to Italy and she meets her opposite.
0: Something that I find kind of cursed about this Halloween is that what was maybe one of the most high-profile parties of the night was hosted by none other than Rita Ora's close friends, Vaz Morgan and Michael Braun. That's weird.
1: You know what's equally weird. wild about that? I don't think she was there. We'll get there, but I don't think she was at the party. I'm
0: so alarmed by that. But yeah, we'll get there at the end of the episode.
1: There is not one photo of Rita Ora at her two best friends party. They threw a party and everybody went. Like seriously, it was like, Robert Pattinson, the Joe Jonas, Justin Bieber, Kylie Jenner's pal, lol, Paris Hilton. Just everybody went. Everybody went.
0: Where was she? Where Where was was she?
1: She missed her best friend's huge Halloween bash. And
0: she's been posting. She's been posting. But we'll get into it because this is not the Rita segment. One of the people Very that strange. went to the
1: party that cracked me up, we're almost done with Halloween costumes, is uh, Stassi Baby, a.k.a. Anastasia Stassi Caronella kolau whose last name, sorry, I definitely butchered. But she goes by Stassi Baby. Um, she went <laughs> – this makes me laugh. She went as one of the girlies from the Lady Marmalade video. And if you had to guess which one she went as, here's the thing. She went as the one that you would guess last. Right, like out of all of the looks from Lady Marmalade, right, you've got Christina. I would say number one look from Christina's Lady the Marmalade most iconic look. As. Yes, I would say look Kim is maybe number two. Uh-huh. I would say Maya's maybe number three, and even and no um, offense, Missy no offense. is number four. Missy is
0: Missy is higher than Pink. <laughs> Missy showed up to that video in her own clothes, and it's somehow more iconic than what Pink wore.
1: Then you have at the bottom of the barrel the worst look in Lady Marmalade. I love pink. You know I'm a pink apologist, but the worst look in Lady Marmalade by far is pink, okay? It's just not a good look for her. She's – it's a whole mess. The hair, the little hat that says P, et cetera. Stassi Baby went as pink. She chose to go as pink. She changed up the hair, but she's wearing the little P hat.
0: I feel like top hats are coated Babadook these days. So I'm very like, <gasps> when I see Wait, a top hat.
1: They're coated Babadook?
0: Yeah. So you see one and you're like,
1: scary. <laughs>
0: scary. <laughs> oh, wait. It's pink from Lady Marmalade. She
1: paid somebody to recreate this entire outfit for her, including the hat with the P on it.
0: It looks good, though. It's, it doesn't. It's conceptually it funny doesn't. to me, but I think it looks good.
1: It's absolutely not good because it's very serious and it still looks like shit.
0: I still recognized it. I clocked it instantly, and I think that that's half the battle with the Halloween costume. You know?
1: I'm just saying, if you go look at what pink looked like in, in Lady Marmalade, it, 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 Awful. Just not great.
0: Jonathan Bennett and his husband, in lieu of posting their Halloween costumes, they posted some Nissan Pathfinder spawn that is honestly beautiful.
1: I would argue this is also a costume. (laughs) This is also a performance piece, you know? This ad's concept is just extremely creative. It says, um, this is how we do wedding. By the way, these two have been wedding planning for over four years now. <laughs> this is like how we do year. wedding planning. <laughs> off road. Took our Nissan Pathfinder to our favorite spot to clear our heads, get in a hike, and finally nailed down our guest list. Hashtag Nissan Partner. So you're telling me this two got in a Nissan Pathfinder, drove to like the middle of nowhere to do the guest list for their wedding?
0: Lindsay, I'm not telling you that. Jonathan Bennett is telling you that.
1: Absolutely cannot.
0: They are parked in the desert. They are parked in what could be Monument Valley. I'm not quite sure. Something like that. Some sort of desert area. They're both shirtless and short shorts. Honestly, they look great.
1: They do. The fiance is
0: holding a water bottle. Jonathan is inside the car with his legs out on the MacBook. The fiance
1: is so ripped that he's losing his neck in this photo because his shoulders are so defined.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true. And Jonathan is like typing, typing, typing. With the computer on his thigh.
1: Thank God we have our Nissan Pathfinder so we can do our guest list planning in the middle of nowhere. I just don't understand the concept here.
0: I just don't understand why they have Tennessee plates. Neither of them are from Tennessee. I think that this car is a plant. I don't think they own this car.
1: You don't think they own a Nissan Pathfinder? No,
0: I don't. Because that has Tennessee plates. I do
1: love – somebody commented that he tried to troll. He added a friend and said, wow, we really need to get a Nissan Pathfinder to go into quote-unquote nature and clear our heads and nail down our guest list, LMAO. And Jonathan responds, it's the best way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's been doing a lot of Spawn lately.
1: Oh, my God. He's a Spawn monster. A Spawnster.
0: He did a Kinder Bueno spawn, and Haley Duff commented, give me all that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He let it spawn for a washing machine. I mean, there's no, it's just, it's everything.
0: So I just took the LG laundry love language quiz, and my results are clean smarter, not harder, which totally makes sense because I cannot tell you the amount of times my fiance will load the washing
1: machine and never push the start button.
0: Um, Speaking of gay people.
1: Speaking of gay people.
0: I saw a lot of headlines. Cal Penn comes out. I don't know that he actually came out. He just revealed that he's dating, that he's engaged to a man named Josh in while promoting his new memoir, which is called You Can't Be Serious. And everyone was like, I didn't know that Cal Penn was gay. I didn't know he was dating this guy named Josh.
1: Did you know, I knew. I feel like I knew too.
0: Why I is knew. that?
1: I don't know, but I knew. I got to say, dating some guy named Josh and bringing him up is very Who Weekly canon, you know? <laughs> Like, talking about, talking about some, guy named, Josh, some guy named Josh is very Who Weekly canon. It really fits within our agenda, you know?
0: Some gay friends texted me this thing and was like, did we know that he was gay? We were all like, I don't think so, but I think so. Maybe? Like, this didn't surprise me. I did. Me. It's I feel very, like I heard that he um, was
1: – It's very Mandala effect. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and also like, he.
1: Did we all know him as gay, or or was that just planted? You know, like, but I, I knew he. I really did know he was gay. Well, I there's really something did. very
0: gay about DC, like the fact that when he started uh, working for the Obama administration, okay. I was like, hmm, gay. interesting. But also, I feel like I had heard that because, as he says in this interview, like he tells everyone. He goes, I've always been very public with everyone I personally interacted with, whether it's somebody that I meet at a bar, if Josh and I are out or we're talking to friends, I'm really excited to share our relationship with readers. But he just says everyone else in his family is very private. So, like, I just feel like he's, he's, he's been dating this guy for 11 years. 11 years. Right? Like,
1: clearly he's not closeted. You know, maybe like. Maybe he's just not in the public eye as much so people aren't, like, asking the question, is Cal Penn from Harold and Kumar from a million years ago gay? Like, yeah, if you did maybe, like, a little bit of digging, you'd find it out. But clearly in his, like, life, his day-to-day life and what he does now, he's not closeted.
0: Yeah. I think it's just the the language in the headlines, Cal Penn comes out and reveals he's engaged to Josh. <laughs> I, don't nec- I don't necessarily think this is coming out. I do think it's a reveal.
1: I hate that it's just Josh. Like, we're supposed to know it's who Josh, Josh is. It's like, <laughs> he's, re- he's engaged to Josh.
0: I think we found Josh's full name thanks to an 18-week-old photo that Calpin posted from the Stonewall Inn. And he goes, a very fun NYC Sunday. Happy Pride, y'all. And it's him, Josh, Chastin Buttigieg, and Pete Buttigieg. And Josh is tagged to a username JK Marlar. And he's private. And if you use that same username, JK Marlar you will find an NYC entertainment professional named Joshua Marlar.
1: Also, not to judge Josh, but by the looks of Josh and the story that Cal tells in his book about his first date with Josh being like Josh came over with an 18-pack of Coors Light and wanted to watch NASCAR, now I'm looking at this picture of Josh and I'm like, that's Josh, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, also his LinkedIn says that he went to the University of Mississippi and that to me, as a Southerner, that reads as Josh to me. <laughs> Course okay, Light and NASCAR. What was that quick
1: turn into like, you know... Uh,
0: as a southerner. It? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I was doing My Cousin Vitty drag.
1: Yeah, that was nice. That was nice.
0: Thank you. Which is in Alabama, but still. Okay. I'm happy for them, and I'm really excited about this memoir.
1: Yeah, it's obviously great.
0: I didn't even know this memoir was coming out, so I'm just sort of me like, neither. wow, great promo for this memoir. It me comes neither. out tomorrow. And like,
1: could there be a better memoir that's like about a young, a guy who's like an actor in like gross out comedies becomes famous that way and then decides to literally get into politics and also is gay. Like it's going to be a fascinating read. I mean, it's just like that's a wild perspective to have.
0: And one more thing Penn writes about in his new memoir, his partner, Josh. I thought it was interesting how it presented itself in the book. It was fairly matter of fact. Yeah. What was it like for you to put that in this book for the world to know about? I mean, you know, Josh and I have been together for 11 years. We had our 11th anniversary in October. So for me in writing about it, I think the, the, the tricky thing was, you're right, it's, it's very matter of fact in, in our lives. And when you're the son of Indian immigrants who says that you want to be an actor, the chaos that that creates in your family, and your community, tr- will trump anything else always? You know what I also didn't know? Cal Penn is his Hollywood name. He changed it for Hollywood. His actual given name is Cal Penn Modi.
1: Oh, no, I didn't know that.
0: He split his first name in two to make his, his Hollywood name. We like this Josh. We like this Calpen. Uh The inverse of this story?
1: No, it's like going from like a sweet fiance named Josh who we don't know to a kind of demon de- fiance Josh <laughs> that we know too much about is Kristen Chenoweth is uh, engaged to her boyfriend, whose name is Josh Bryant, and like, eh, like all the information is here, you know?
0: They are telling us, everything about themselves and they have been telling us everything about themselves for basically two years at this point no
1: i mean literally the mid-pandemic kristen chenoweth is sending in photos of herself that she took with her boyfriend like doing a puzzle and that's this josh
0: they got engaged at the rainbow room then they went to fresco by scotto to eat and have their photographs taken by i'm sorry one of the worst engagement photographers i've ever seen these photos are terrible. <laughs>
1: I mean, guess who's not paying for their dinner? Fresco by Scott is playing for every single thing around this with these photos. The two met at Kristen's niece's wedding in 2016 and then again in 2018 at her nephew's wedding. That's funny. This guy was in the wedding band, played both her niece and nephew's wedding. Like in in between two years, he was like, I should ask out Kristen Chenoweth. And then two years later, he was like, I should really ask out Kristen Chenoweth <laughs> or something. <laughs>
0: The photos are so staged and funny. The first one is in the Rainbow Room. It is the exact style of photography that would be on the homepage for like a hotel in New York because they're like things to do in our hotel amenities.
1: He's also 14 years younger than her, which I do feel like Kristen Chenoweth needs, you know, the energy of somebody 14 years younger than her.
0: He's 39 and she's 53, but I love that to her, 39 is basically teen. She's like, he's so young. He taught me how to use TikTok. I can do TikTok now because he's so young. And I'm like, babe, he is younger, but he's also 40. So like, relax a little bit.
1: Quote, we managed to stay creative and have a good time, she tells people, while promoting her partnership with Kellogg's Crackers. (laughs) My boyfriend is 14 years younger than me. Thus, I'm good at TikTok, she said laughing. I don't know what TikTok was. I didn't necessarily want to do TikTok. Now I love TikTok with his help. It's nice to like have an activity you can do together, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although I can barely use TikTok. You're telling me this 40-year-old can use TikTok? Yeah, right.
0: Do you mind if I read some captions from the Daily Mail's coverage of this? So what I? I found a little bit interesting is that this was technically announced in Vogue she was able to swing this. I guess she has sort of a good relationship with Vogue. And it's a very short story. It just con- it includes one photo of the two of them hugging with her ring on. And the headline is, Kristen Chenoweth is engaged and Broadway played a part in her proposal. And she gives them like one little quote and describes the story about them going to the Rainbow Room and then Fresco by Scotto. Okay, it's two paragraphs long. But because of it, all of the stories about this, or most of them, get to say she revealed the engagement in Vogue. Which sounds very, mm-hmm. you know, sounds very fancy, sounds very mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. And then the Daily Mail coverage, though, she gave them the photos. So the Daily Mail coverage is the most budget, low-rent stuff you've ever seen in your life. The best caption, though, is, He is holding up a slice of pizza at Fresco scotto Towards her mouth, it's like going like, here comes the airplane, towards Kristen Chenoweth, and her palms are out, and she's going as if she's saying, yay, pizza, and the caption (laughs) is, yum, the happy couple later enjoyed dinner at Fresco Biscotto, where, and then the caption ends.
1: (laughs) It's like the person writing the caption just gave up midway, like quit, quit their job, like left the state, left the building, left the state, left the country, where,
0: where where Where? Uh, and then their head fell on their desk and then they've got a concussion one of them chris kristen is looking very adoringly at josh while he plays the guitar for her
1: why was the guitar there yeah this
0: is not allowed in public no what a moment colon he later picked up a guitar and performed for his lady love and then this one also what a moment the chemistry between the two was undeniable
1: where was this guitar at did he request one did he bring like this is amazing but i'm also
0: denying this chemistry (laughs) why hire your
1: why hire your own photographer when you could just get the daily mail to come you know
0: we're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed <laughs> with women's sports. You sort are. Of, kind you of. You are. A you little are. bit. You are. You are. it was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago it's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed
1: your linens sweeties the linen it's time for- it's linen season honey oh,
0: oh, all I want is linen all the time I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life
1: not only am i pulling out my linen
0: And Quince middlemen. only
1: works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Conversely, Lana Del Rey just split from her fiance. That wow, guy I who was in that we band. We hadn't
1: heard from him in a while and I was sus- I was sus. I kept thinking, where's Clayton?
0: What band was was he in that everyone knew?
1: Absolutely have no idea. But as like a younger, he was, he was as a younger person. He was in a band.
0: That really embarrassing. Oh, Stereo Skyline. Mm. Stereo Skyline.
1: He was like the good, he was the rebound from From the the bad cop that she was dating. So people were kind of relieved about this. And she met him on a nap, but I guess it didn't work. I mean, I don't know. Her whole new album is like lyrics about wanting a boyfriend. So I'm like, feel bad. Speaking of breakups, we should do we should skip to this and then we'll come back. Uh, Jamie King splits from boyfriend Senate Devermont after less than a year of dating because the relationship had run its course. I gotta say, if you're only dating somebody for eight months, I don't really need to hear about it. I know why That's they commented. True. I know why they wrote this up because her. When she got with him, it was kind of controversial because she had just split uh, from that guy. Her husband and her had a really, really nasty divorce, and mm-hmm. he found a girlfriend immediately, got her pregnant. You remember Sin? Yes, the singer Sin. We talked about her. S-Y- and so this was sort of like a triumphant N- no, story. Cyn, yeah. So Jamie King it was like, was yay, like "Oh, I found a boyfriend too. Like, f you, baby." And then they got together and split after eight months, which is fine. But like, I don't know if I need this information after an eight-month split you know, for someone I didn't know in the first place.
0: But also because the reason for the breakup isn't even interesting. It just says the relationship had run its course. I don't need a breakup story unless you've been dating for a year or you were engaged and then broke up.
1: Also, this is so specific. The insider added that King previously filmed a movie that he was there for that. But then in the summer, she filmed two movies away and he didn't go. She was away from him for three months and then it just kind of wasn't there anymore. Like, I don't need to know that. Right,
0: exactly. Who was he? He was an activist. He was an activist and his name sounded like he was a witch. He
1: still is. Senate Devermont.
0: Senate Devermont. It either sounds like royalty or like he's a magician, like he went to Hogwarts.
1: His LinkedIn calls himself a creator.
0: A funny story I found when I was looking stuff up about him was that in 2015, he won a $70,000 lawsuit against the city of Santa Monica because a cop pulled him over and in the warrant said that he was like slurring his words and lying about stuff, but he was recording Senate, was recording the entire conversation, and it proved that what the cop wrote was a lie. It's what happened next that's detailed in the court filing that leads to Devermont's $70,000 settlement from the city.
1: Okay. If I can't examine you, then I'm gonna say they're drunk. I imagine this is something that happens quite a few times, but it's not actually captured on a recording.
0: We took the court papers to the American Civil Liberties Union of Southern California who applauded Deverman for having the
1: foresight to use his phone to record the conversation. Here, the officer said that the speech was slurred and that the plaintiff was being antagonistic. But by reviewing the recording, the judge was able to make his own assessment that the plaintiff's speech was in fact not slurred and that if anyone was being antagonistic during this encounter, it was the officer. All right, back up, back up, scrolling back up, scrolling back up, we're going back for a second. We're going back to England to england there's also two good Eng- england or is this no this is the main good england story because it goes places
0: this is good england so there's an actor in england named michelle keegan and she's most famous for being on coronation street i feel like we talk about people who are on coronation street a lot often well, it's i kind think of it's, the, it's, it's kind of the it's kind of like the home again
1: who's. home away of england like you know australia yes. has its soaps that everybody is on and this is like mm-hmm. their version of that, you know, either, either it, this or TOWIE, which TOWIE is part of this too.
0: Like I've heard of Coronation Street. I hadn't heard of this show that she's currently in called Brassic, but apparently it's very popular, so good for uh-huh. her. But uh-huh. she made headlines all over the, de- the British press this weekend for trying to buy wine at Sainsbury's i think we took we spoke about Sainsbury's recently because rita was there buying um oh no that was tesco no that was Still. Tesco. okay to go. she went tesco, to Sainsbury's
1: tesco, d- t- tesco d- t- t- mini or whatever
0: which is a grocery store she tried to buy wine and they refused to give her wine because she forgot her id she forgot her id so they didn't give her wine but she yeah, took it the in story. stride and quite the story
1: a f- i have to say quite the story
0: She posted a photo of the wine that she couldn't buy, and it just said, "'Just been refused to buy alcohol "'because I didn't have my ID on me,' dot, dot, dot. "'Part of me is absolutely buzzing by this, "'but the other part of me really wants that bottle.'" And she used the song, "'Goodbye, my lover,' (laughs) as the caption to this. Timmy threw this in here. All of the other times Michelle Keegan has made headlines for stories involving wine. (laughs) Here are some. "'Birthday honors inside Michelle Keegan's "'boozy birthday celebrations "'as Mark Wright parties with pals. "'A right knees up!' Inside Michelle Keegan and Mark Wright's boozy family holiday in Portugal after it's put on Amber list, what Michelle Keegan mean? reveals she stopped dry January after just eight days after she shares hilarious friends meme. Plonked out, Michelle Keegan snuggles in bed with a glass of wine as she makes the most of Christmas. Me time, Michelle Keegan poses in a towel as she indulges in red wine and a face mask for solo pamper session. And finally, Michelle Keegan looks effortlessly glam as she swigs wine in the sunshine.
1: You're saying this woman woman gives off a lot of like Kathy energy, you know, she's just like, (laughs) where's my wine, you know? I can't lie and say I haven't been that girl that like, you know, when you're carded and you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like literally their job. And you're like, oh, wow, yes. do I look like I could be under 21? And it's like, babe, you don't. He's just doing his job. But you actually don't look like that.
0: He's doing his job. He has to do everyone. If he doesn't card you, he will get fired. When I was a cashier, I was a cashier throughout a lot of high school. And we were told that we had to card anyone who looked under 35 and that just led to a people being really annoyed or b people being like fake flattered like 35 year olds were either really pissed off at you or really delighted by you like
1: I do feel like it'd be funny if you carded me and I was 30 and I thought oh he thinks I'm 21 but it's no you think I'm 35 <laughs>
0: It's really unpredictable. Uh, I remember the test for that you had to like part of the test was they showed you random photos of people and you had to guess their age and it you had to be close. What? Yeah. Because you wouldn't had to you like just
1: card every wouldn't they just say instead of taking this fucking test, just card everybody?
0: Well, that is the logical way to fix this, right? And I think that's why most people do it.
1: I just can't believe there was a specific test you had to take to see if you could oh, identify yeah. what 35 looks like.
0: The Texas Alcoholic it, be Beverage Commission test.
1: Okay, but this woman's husband also made headlines this yesterday, which is I can't funny. believe that they're married. Michelle Keegan's husband is named Mark Wright. He's a host. A TV um, presenter, yeah. A TV presenter. And this idiot dresses in this elaborate costume for Halloween without doing one bit of research because I have to Mm -hmm. say it's not like you don't have to dig very deep to find out that dressing as Takashi 69 is probably not a good idea you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like it's the first thing that you google the first thing that you find when you google his name is like literally every shitty thing he's ever done and like you know, you'd probably say, oh, I probably shouldn't dress as this person. I probably shouldn't, you know, put this this video up. So he dresses at Takashi 69. It's like this intensely detailed costume. And then people are like, um, it's that a good costume. Like, that guy is like beyond canceled, like not just like a little canceled, <laughs> yeah. like like beyond canceled and he has to post my apologies for last night's halloween picture i only know about takashi 69's music and not about his offenses had i known it would not have been my choice of costume i've never seen a more bold-faced lie in my whole life i'm sorry no absolutely not well no no no
0: i think the lie is either that he knew about it and didn't care or he really didn't know who Takashi 69 was he just thought that was a cool costume and knew it was famous because i find it hard to believe that you could know takashi 69's music and not know about the controversies and not I'm know about saying, all those allegations i just saying if you are googling photos him. of
1: this guy to get it exactly right i mean he's getting the detail on this guy's tattoos is like very specific this isn't just like i wore a shirt and a wig it's like i am putting on very specific looking tattoos uh painted onto my body you're telling me that in the in the googling of those tattoos you didn't know you didn't see
0: yeah, he's a liar.
1: Yeah. Mark Wright is a presenter, but his sister is on TOWIE, right?
0: Yeah, the whole family is – well, the family of siblings is all sort of British famous. Hughes. He They're all British He Hughes. was a footballer first, which is a very specific pipeline. He was. He played soccer. Then he became a television host. Like, he was like a commentator on soccer. Then he became we just have like that a normal too. television host. We have host. that, too. Very We have Strahan. that, too. Yeah. But all of his siblings are also vaguely famous. One of them is just a famous soccer player. The other one is a famous fucking TV star because she was on The Only Way as Essex for like six years, along with Gemma Collins, their friends.
1: I have to say she's kind of the she's kind of the dark Gemma Collins. Meaning not that she's dark, <laughs> but she's like it's like Gemma is the <laughs> Gemma is the pipeline to this woman. Like I knew everyone knows about Gemma, but like she is the other she would be somebody else if you were a bigger mm-hmm. TOWIE fan or perhaps somebody who actually lived in England and watched the show. You wouldn't obviously know about Jess. Yeah. I didn't know about her until this.
0: In addition to being a TV star, she tried her hand at music. And honestly, according to me and Lindsay, she succeeded. She released a song called Dance All Night.
1: I absolutely love this. <laughs> I absolutely love this.
0: It debuted and peaked at 36 on the UK singles chart in 2012. It's kind of like, what if... This is what you came for, took a quaalude, and then traveled back to 1999.
1: No, it's definitely a bop. The video is also really helps you get there. So you won't get the visuals here, but you you should go look for them because they're great.
0: It's extremely low budget, but in like a strangely non-embarrassing way.
1: No, it's great. It's fantastic. And in a very never-not-promoting way, if you go to Jessica Wright's Instagram literally right now, she's promoting a wedding special. She got married to this guy named William Lee Kemp, and she is promoting it in a special that's like hashtag Jessica Wright gets wed.
0: She got married in September to this guy. And they filmed it for ITV, and it's going to be a special tonight. Wait, today is Absolutely November 2nd for all of you. Absolutely
1: cannot wait. If yesterday. you live in the
0: UK, watch it on ITV, you know?
1: Tonight or yesterday?
0: Tonight, because it debuts on Tuesday. Here's a headline. This was sent to us on Twitter. How Postmates made Ari Lewandek Jr. realize he doesn't want more kids. Who is Ari Lewendeck Jr. again? He's a race car bachelor. driver turned reality bachelor. star on The Bachelor. He was a bachelor. Yeah. He was yeah. a bachelor. Yeah. And he loves doing Spawn.
1: Absolutely loves doing Spawn. I mean, I guess race car driving isn't really like paying the bills, you know, as much as it maybe used to be. I just think it's funny that he has race car driver as a job when you just read it casually is like a job for a two-year-old. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that is not a real job. Sorry. It's just not. It's like a 2 year old profession.
0: Hey, nice work if you can get it. And he got it.
1: I don't think he has it, though, because he's doing so much spawn for Postmates and every single delivery service. But the idea of the Postmates thing is he has two – now he has three kids. He had twins, so now he has three kids. And he gave this interview on fucking –
0: The Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast.
1: <laughs> he literally said like – we went to Hawaii on vacation and there wasn't postmates, and that's when I realized that I couldn't have more kids because if I ever had to cook, I would not be able to deal. So he was just like, basically the reasoning is if he ever went anywhere else that didn't have postmates with more than three kids, he would they would it would all be starve. unbearable.
0: It would be unbearable. <laughs> it,
1: would be, it would be absolutely unbearable.
0: <laughs> um yeah. I mean, we were in Hawaii and it was really challenging because Hawaii doesn't have postmates. They don't have grocery stores that are open late. They basically it's like going back in time 30 years. I don't know what what it is. So it was hard with the twins because there was just less like help. Like you could like right now if like, I don't want to cook dinner. I just order Postmates there. You go to a grocery store, which for us was like a 20 minute drive. And it was like very difficult.
1: And this is when you decided.
0: Yes. Then at that point we were like, this is it. (laughs) This is it.
1: Oh, my parents aren't here to
0: help. You know, we just like we just felt a little bit like overwhelmed. Mm
1: -hmm. But I do love that part of this news that wasn't pulled out by like some people posted the Postmates thing and some people posted this other news, which is just like I'm getting a vasectomy. That was like what the actual news was. It's like I'm done here. I will be getting a vasectomy, which I support of. I love male birth control. Fucking snip that shit, (laughs) you know? I support that.
0: Good for him. But when you dig into his past with Spawn, you sort of get the idea that it's not just about effort. Like, oh, it's hard. It's so much work to drive to the grocery store and to cook dinners. I kind of think that he is saying, I don't want to lose this revenue stream because he does so much spawn for home delivery. I agree. I agree. Home delivery. He does spawn for P.F. Chang's. I wouldn't be surprised if this Postmates was subtle spawn, if he isn't getting paid by Postmates. He's he does hashtag P.F. Chang's Uber partner.
1: We talked about him because he was the only... I've never seen a P.F. Chang's partner and he is this <laughs> hashtag P.F. Chang's partner.
0: I mean, I love P.F. Chang's, but you know.
1: Can you believe this very – P.F. Chang's was one of the first places I ever worked. When I heard they were relaunching their iconic lettuce wraps, we piled in the truck. Ha, ha, heart.
0: First of all, why <laughs> would P.F. Chang's ever discontinue their lettuce wraps? I'm sorry. Okay, this I, I... implies that they discontinued their lettuce wraps. That's like McDonald's discontinuing the McMuffin. What are you they talking about? They
1: relaunched them. They relaunched them.
0: Do you think that was like artificial scarcity where they where they got rid of them so that there would be an uproar and then they could bring them back?
1: I mean, to be fair, then he says, now you can join the excitement by submitting submitting your new flavor idea to their freestyle rap contest. I didn't know about this. This was 110 weeks ago. And then, of course, he had – his kid got older and he he was like, we're not going to the restaurant anymore. He said, staying at home with these two and ordered P.F. Chang's for a little night at home. The P.F. Chang's app was super easy to use and I'm excited to – one of my favorites just – oh, God. I can't even read this anymore. Make your own P.F. Chang's order tonight online through our app. So it's like he is continuing his P.F. Chang's partner journey as his kid gets older. First, they went to get the wraps. Now they're ordering in.
0: And he's doing so much spawn for takeout and delivery that, of course, he accepted Spawn for Relief OTC Antacid as well, their new brand ambassador. So to be
1: completely fair, this is an older Spawn. He did the antacid befo- in 2014 before <laughs> P.F. Chang's partner. But maybe he knew hey, it what couldn't was to hurt. come. And he it had couldn't to, hurt. Maybe he hoarded some of the antacid. He, for when up, he exactly. It. This I love because it's on drugstorenews.com. Tummy Co. Signs Ari Luanyik Jr. To be Relief OTC And Acid Brand Ambassador. The Tummy Co. On Wednesday Announced that Season 8 Runner-up On the ABC Is The Bachelorette Mind you This was before He became The Bachelor They immediately said Runner-up On The Bachelorette Get this guy Get this guy Mm -hmm. Uh, And a contender For the 19th edition Of The Bachelor Which he would get Has signed on To be a brand ambassador For Relief OTC And Acid Liquid Heartburn Relief Brand Quote Whether it's from Eating fatty foods Or from the stress Of a breakup Oh my I'm <laughs> Sorry, who's getting, who's getting heartburn from the stress of a breakup? It's because you're eating pounds and pounds of lettuce wraps from P.F. Chang's. Heartburn is like having an inferno in your chest, so finding relief fast is critical. Relief OTC and acid is an orange creme-flavored drink Ugh. Ugh. that begins to work quickly by neutralizing acid.
0: After five-hour energy success, the shot format is becoming popular in other categories. It's like,
1: is it? <laughs> You tell me, drugstore.com.
0: Oh, my God. It's Drugstorenews.com. Speaking of weird niche industry news, this headline stopped Lindsay dead in her tracks a few days ago. Molly Sims signs with UTA. We talked about this in L.A. because it was funny, like, oh, funny industry news. But when you dig deeper, it gets very hooey and strange.
1: I mean, how much deeper is it to dig? She signs with UTA. Congrats, girly. Happy for you. So many opportunities on the horizon.
0: Oh, my God. Good for Molly Sims. She needs a win. It's been tough for her. Has it? No, I was kidding. Okay.
1: Known like, for her you know fashion,
0: me? beauty, and wellness on social media and her website, Sims is the author of two books in the space, and her podcast, Lipstick on the Rim, features uh, health and beauty experts and industry friends discussing trends what? and broad t-
1: What rim? <laughs> what rim?
0: It's on the rim of her Relief OTC... Antacid shot.
1: Espresso martini.
0: <laughs> God, that's the new trendy drink. Oh my God! I was drinking espresso martinis before they got trendy. Okay.
1: Were you? What? Like one and one last at year home? Or something?
0: That's what I would make at home because I have all. I always have cold brew.
1: Wow, incredible! So happy <sighs> for you. Basic bitch at home by yourself. And
0: now I can't order one because then it'll just seem like I'm, you know, dining out on the trend But I started the trend, baby. I started the trend in my apartment.
1: I don't think you started the trend.
0: Oh, I started it. I sent it out into the universe. Anyway, right. lipstick on the rim. I'm reading the description of this podcast, and it says, Consider Molly Sims and her best friend, Imez Gormley, your new girlfriends on speed dial for all your pressing beauty and wellness needs. It's like, I don't want to consider that. M. Is Gormley. Botox Is Botox a good idea? Should you try that new diet you saw on the Today Show? Molly and Emez have your back. And I'm like... I don't want to call them if I want to know about botox and diets. I want to call a nutritionist or a doctor. It's ridiculous. So I'm looking at all the at the episode names and one of them is called WTF is gut health? And I'm like, okay, maybe she's interviewing an expert like a gastroenterologist or something.
1: I don't know why you're so surprised about this. Both times you've mentioned this, I'm like, why are you shocked by this? What do you think's going to happen here?
0: Well, did you expect low Bosworth to be her expert on gut health? <laughs>
1: Honestly, yes. I've been following Low Low Bosworth now for enough time where I know exactly when she's about to pop out and be like, "Stick this up your vagina." You know what I mean? <laughs> Low Bosworth makes relief OTC look like like a uh, fucking antibiotics. You know, look look like the most look like Tylenol, the most you know useful official medication. Low Bosworth makes that look. You know what I mean?
0: I see what you mean. That okay. makes sense.
1: That makes Got sense. It. That makes Got sense. It. Okay.
0: I also love this story that you put in here. She was just profiled by Hampton.
1: Oh, this wasn't me. This was Timmy.
0: (laughs) She was profiled by a Hampton's Lifestyle magazine. And the headline is, Hamptonite Molly Sims gets real about motherhood, multitasking, and the magic of the East End.
1: This is not a place for $200 eye creams, ingredient label panic, or mean girl judginess. Meanwhile, it's like, this is a podcast about like diets and like Low Bosworth's like wellness company. So it's like, what are you talking? Like, that's just not true.
0: It's like all those Us Weekly stories that are like, Find out the $5 serum that Jennifer Aniston uses every night. It's like, if you think that Jennifer Aniston uses a $5 serum every night, you are broken beyond repair. Like, you are lost in this world. You need to learn about, like, misinformation and, like, media scrutiny.
1: I mean, but then she's going to talk about Botox and you're going to get mad at her for that.
0: That's true. You can't win.
1: It's a lose-lose. My biggest pet peeve in life,
0: considering what I've done and started with in my career with modeling and then hosting, and then acting is bloating. And so when we were talking about who would be good to talk to about bloating, you know, destigmatizing feminine wellness, taking care of your body, my next guest fits every one of those check marks. Lo Bosworth is here with us today. She knows one or two things about bloating. Today, we're joined by the one and only Low Bosworth Laguna Beach and the Hillstar turned women's body care guru. I love that. Moving on, do we want to talk about Yoan Griffin? Yoan Griffin and Alice Evans? It's so depressing. I can't not talk about this. It's so depressing.
1: It's dark and it already happened, too. And also, he's weirdly like a prolific screen. Like, he's been in a lot of stuff.
0: He's been in actually iconic stuff. He just happens to be a complete dirtbag, allegedly. He
1: blows the whistle in Titanic. He says, anybody alive out there? He goes, Right. (laughs) Right anybody he goes about face right is that what he says about face is there anyone alive out there (laughs) that's what he said when he decided he wanted to leave his wife of 20 years or whatever He, he yelled is anybody alive out there
0: God and then Alice Evans, whenever she escaped that marriage, she blew that whistle. She blew that whistle for help. Oh my I mean, God! Get she out of this fucking marriage. She didn't marriage. escape
1: shit. She claims he was like bye and didn't tell her. So he that's the issue her, here. He cheated on her, according to her. She tweeted and put out like a million videos that were like was like literally so where's my husband. You know, They're so depressing. Oh they my are God. Sh- And this was – this happened a while ago. Like these headlines were so dark that I didn't even want to touch. But now it's happening again because now it's the reveal of the girlfriend that he's been seeing. And it's like, oh, not only is is he like surprised I want a divorce, he's like surprised I've been dating somebody. And so she tweeted, so it turns out that my husband, after two years of telling me I'm a bad person, I'm not exciting, and he no longer wants to have sex with me, he just wants to be on set abroad, dot, 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 has been in a relationship for three years behind my backs. Good luck, Bianca. I got to say her name is – is actually Bianca, but Bianca sounds like a fake name you give to someone like Becky, you know? Best yeah. love luck, Bianca.
0: It's also quietly funny and poetic that her Instagram username is, in case there was any doubt, her Instagram username is just straight up I am Bianca Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Yowan Gruffield sure seeing are. I am Bianca Wallace? That you is You sure name. are
1: Bianca Wallace.
0: And the photo is just Yeah. Oh, uh, and they're and they're giggling like drinking espresso. Uh, Mm. and the and the caption i know real smiles when i see them there's no way you could not interpret that as like pointed and petty and rude
1: no it's so rude it's so rude it's Uh. so rude both sides are going in both sides are bad you know what i mean
0: and she's deleted the the tweet that you read is gone by the way she deleted that quick
1: she's tweeting and deleting like crazy
0: One of Wallace's friends came to the Australian actress's defense, tweeting that, quote, I have personally known Bianca for years, and they have not even known each other for three years, let alone have an affair. To which Evans replied that the friend was, quote, spitting on the victim. You Uh absolutely know that they started seeing each other before he told me, and he didn't love me and wanted a divorce. If you want to get into this, we can, Evans tweeted. So, like, turns out Uh Alice Evans was right about everything everything. Uh,
1: I also just feel weird about all this being tweeted. Like, ugh, gross. I hate yeah. it. But she's calling him out. She's calling him out.
0: I think it's good that she's calling him out. Fuck they this met guy. Him,
1: they met on the I set of 102 Dalmatians. I hate how they met. Dalmatians. I
0: hate how they met. I hate how they met so much.
1: Okay, listen, 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 listen. On 14th of September 2007, he married actress Alice Evans, whom he met on the set of 102, 102 Dalmatians, mentions. while she was engaged to and living with. Olivier Picasso, a grandson of Pablo Picasso. No way. Tell me that's not iconic.
0: She was with Picasso's grandson for eight years.
1: Yeah, and then she met this guy on the set of 102 Dalmatians and said, peace out.
0: She was profiled in the Telegraph in 2001 by Lucy Cavendish, and the headline is "Le jeune fille anglaise in Paris." Alice Evans is a superstar. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Now okay. she hopes to become one here. She talks to Lucy Cavendish about bad behavior with the U. Engagement to Picasso's grandson. They were engaged, and her leading role in a new BBC drama. Oh my God! She was engaged to Pablo Picasso's grandson.
1: Yeah, and she left him for, is anyone alive out there? (laughs) Is anyone alive out there? (laughs) To be fair, I, that's an iconic role.
0: I would dump Papa Picasso's grandson for a fake member of the White Star Line crew. (laughs) Absolutely. How can you beat that one
1: role? Can you imagine just like, just, (laughs) just the like fun times you could have with him saying those lines, you know, in your life?
0: Oh my God
1: about face Wait, so does he actually say that how many lines uh, does this guy I'm have sure what, what he does says. he say he says like three things
0: so this is my new boyfriend like jamie o'sullivan he played boiler worker number four in titanic he's the one who screams you're not supposed to be in here or whatever <laughs> at jack and rose <laughs> isn't he cute
1: okay no this character though has a name did you know that?
0: He's playing a white star line person who actually existed famously and was yeah. one of the ones who Herald led them back to the.
1: Low Harold? Yeah, Low. he played a
0: real person. Yeah, he we said. We did is all is of this last time I watched there? Titanic at your house like a month ago.
1: <laughs> he said. He says Is anyone alive out there? Okay. He was cute.
0: He was married to Ele- Ellen Marion Whitehouse. His Wikipedia is fucking long as
1: hell. Yeah. He lived a great life and he said, Is everybody alive out there? I mm-hmm. just want to know what.
0: He died of hypertension? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's so I get cool. it. I get it, though. I get it. After the Titanic? Shit.
1: I can't find. I'm looking in the script of Titanic, and I'm trying to find all of his lines.
0: Oh, is it not letting you um, search?
1: No, it's just not. It's just he's not coming up.
0: No, search low. He might be listed as low.
1: Get, I'm getting yeah, he's listed low. as low. I'm getting a lot of low. Get alert. out of the way,
0: you fool! You're a passenger, and I'm the ship's bloody officer. Now do what you're told. Steady, men. Stand by the falls. What else? Right. Man the oars. That's what he does. And then... Yeah, oh, oh, he also has... Oh, my God. James Cameron, the worst writer. Low, parentheses, the worst moment of his life. We waited too long.
1: <laughs> That's when they says, don't know Rose is alive. He says, stay back, you lot. He says that. <laughs> you forgot that. You forgot... Stay back, you lot.
0: I forgot, stay right, back, you lot.
1: Right, man the oars. He says that too. Then he says, we waited too long. <laughs> then he says, row back that <laughs> way. He says that. He Maybe he doesn't say about Faze. He says, row back.
0: Rose keeps blowing as the boat comes to her. She is still blowing when Lowe takes, takes the whistle from her mouth. Oh, that's cut from the movie. Lowe takes the whistle from her mouth as they haul her into the boat. She slips into unconsciousness and they scramble to cover her with blankets. That wasn't in the production. He pulls the whistle out of her mouth in the original script. Old Rose. (laughs) Old Rose. 1,500 people went into the sea when Titanic sank from under us. There were 20 boats floating nearby and only one came back. One. Six were safe from the water. Is anybody alive out there? Yeah. Oh, wait. Let's see. He might not. You know what? Maybe that was improv because it's not in, there's no line I about being alive in, in the script. script it's not in the script he's improv no one Yo. says
1: is anybody alive out there but I know he says it is there anyone alive out there right listen to me man we have to go back I want to transfer all the women from this boat into that boat right now as quick as <sighs> you can please
0: I'm sorry James Cameron is so fucking funny what the way oh my god the way Rose is revealed on page nine, okay. <laughs> now we're
1: just reading the Titanic script. This <laughs> is very bad.
0: Interior, interior house slash ceramics studio. Pull back from the screen, showing a CNN report playing on a TV set in the living room of a small rustic house. It is, you're going to die. It is full of ceramics, figurines, folk art, the walls crammed with drawings and paintings, things collected over a lifetime. Panning to show a glassed-in studio attached to the house. Outside it is a quiet morning in Ojai, California. In the studio, amid incredible clutter, (laughs) an all-caps Ancient woman is throwing throwing a pot on a potter's wheel. Not an ancient woman. The liquid red clay covers her hands. Not an ancient woman. Hands that are gnarled and age-spotted. Okay, okay. But still surprisingly strong and supple. A woman in her early 40s assists her. The old woman's name is Rose Calvert. Her face is a wrinkled mass, her body shapeless and shrunken.
1: (laughs) James Cameron. (laughs) Disrespect the disrespect.
0: Oh my God, I cannot believe this. Oh, and the original line was, "I want you to draw me like your French girl." Singular. Okay, enough. Girl. I enough. <laughs> step
1: out of the Titanic screenplay and step back into the show. Let's move on. Let's to go
0: to Rita. Rita.
1: What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want. To know all
0: about the number one, who Lindsay Bobby? Tell us now. What's Rita Ora
1: up to? Who oh, is this woman? Rita literally, I am so shocked. She did not post a Halloween costume. I've checked. Multiple times did she not wear one. She didn't even go to her friend's party. I'm. It's literally so disturbing, and I'm just in disbelief.
0: Where the fuck is she? She's posting on Instagram. She's posting because her song Poison has suddenly gone viral on TikTok. loves Halloween.
1: Remember when she went as Post I know. The,
0: Yeah, that was one of the best costumes two years ago. But she posted on Halloween an Instagram story of her nails, and they're just like – Normal Where nails I was like Is, is this she? gonna be a costume But they're just normal nails 90s well, baby Because you know who
1: was At the Halloween party Tyka.
0: Tyka was there By himself
1: where is Rita? I mean, she's busy. I know she's working. Like, the 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 like the reveal of this is going to be, like, she was in Oklahoma City doing a benefit for, like, dogs or something. Like, she's yeah. always, like, doing something like that.
0: No, she was, like, definitely in, like, Moscow or something. Like, she was somewhere <laughs> international being, like, yeah, making a quick hundred grand for, like, an appearance. Right,
1: that's true. They were, like, you could celebrate Halloween, but you could also make, like, a quick $250,000 by showing up <laughs> at this red carpet for, like, the czar of whatever and she'd be like yeah well i'm not gonna be celebrating halloween this year
0: <laughs> she got a fashion award though at l magazine
1: she did not like on halloween but recently she won an award for um three days ago fashion beauty i don't know like i couldn't even tell you what this award is well
0: i tried to zoom into the award and i think it literally just says fashion artist, R- fashion Rita artist. Aura. that's it It's literally fashion artist. she won an award for fashion artist cool that's yeah. amazing Good for mm-hmm. her. She looks very cute. Mm-hmm. L Style Awards, Rita Ora, fashion artist.
1: Wait, what is this headline by you that says, Rita Ora picked her poison and it's who?
0: Oh, because, well, I wanted to say the only thing on her Instagram stories, even the morning of November 1st, no Halloween content. She's still just posting
1: other TikToks. people's poison TikTok. She's so pleased she's viral, right? She
0: loves that she's viral. This song was six years old. I remember writing about it when the video came out and my headline, which. Rita Ora picked her poison, and it's who? That was my headline when that Never song changed. came out. And I thought Never it was changed. Never
1: changed. And I have to say, uh, June third, two thousand fifteen, had not launched the podcast yet. We had not no. launched the podcast yet. No, no, we had the new maybe the newsletter before the podcast. Maybe the, but not the Podcast.
0: I have a vivid memory of this video coming out, and now six years later, it has gone viral and is right. like, I don't even think air quotes viral on tiktok it's fully a viral tiktok song
1: i'm i have to check in with it because i don't know if it actually morphed into something that made sense yet but when i last checked about it no one was quite sure we weren't collectively sure about what the meme actually was itself but we know that we liked the song so i'm happy that everybody's enjoying the song i don't think it's a very good song but you know that's okay it's just me yeah
0: that's totally fine i'm happy for her and you can tell that she's thrilled Mm -hmm. but what was she doing for halloween
1: No, I don't know. I feel like it's a mystery and I must know. Did she not dress up? It's okay she didn't, but I need to know.
0: Like you said, this could very easily have the most boring explanation. But until I get that boring explanation, I'm going to be worried.
1: If you know what Rita did for Halloween, call in and tell us. Thank you. That's what I need to know.
0: My biggest fear is that it means she and Tyka broke up. I'm worried. My biggest fear is that it means she and Tyka broke up.
1: I don't think so. She's so busy. She's like busier than him.
0: Few people are busier than Rita Ora, though. Few. Um,
1: Few and far and between. And with that,
0: we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of the show. Sorry about my voice. Uh, keep calling it at 619. it's better Who, them? now.
1: It's all better by the end of it's the day. It's a episode. little better.
0: But I can do the end like this. I don't want you keep to do the end like that. keep calling in at six one nine. Who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns, and we may play your call on a future episode of Who's There, which airs on Fridays. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song, and to Timmy, our research assistant, for Wait, everything. He also, does. come
1: see hmm. us in Boston on Thursday. We're literally come see in Boston, us in Boston on, Thursday. on Thursday.
0: Are we not sold out? I thought we were sold. No, we're not sold out. No, in we're Boston. not
1: sold out. Nice try. Plenty of tickets. Not sold out. <laughs>
0: of tickets to go around in Boston. Lindsay's whole family will be there. And um, Sunday
1: in kidding. Atlanta. Fuck. Sunday in Atlanta.
0: Sunday in Atlanta. We'll see you in Atlanta. <laughs> WhoWeekly.us. Buy tickets to our live shows, which have been so much fun. What else is there to say? Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash WhoWeekly for bonus episodes and more.
1: Oh, we got to do a crunch crunch.
0: We got to do a crunch crunch.
1: It's a special newsletter in case you didn't know.
0: And we will. See you on Friday. Bye.
1: Bye.